Opinion, Embrace the Culture War. Columnist Nancy Churchill discusses how Washington parents' rights and their children's education have been stolen. By Nancy Churchill with Dangerous Rhetoric. Have you heard of the Florida bill titled Parents' Rights in Education? The key provision at issue reads, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade 3 or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. To state it simply, the law means that teachers can't talk sex stuff to small children. However, perverts and groomers nationwide melted down over the bill, which they mislabeled the Don't Say Gay Bill, even though that language is nowhere in the bill. In a recent Newsweek opinion, Max Eden, a research fellow with the American Enterprise Institute, pointed out that the fake naming of the bill was an unprecedented partisan propaganda ploy, with Democratic Party spokespeople claiming that having the ability to sexually groom little children was literally life and death. Eden refers to author and podcaster James Lindsay, and his podcast episode titled Groomer Schools, The Long Cultural Marxist History of Sex Education. In this excellent episode, Lindsay argues sex education as represented by critical gender theory, social-emotional learning and other euphemisms is essentially Marxist indoctrination designed to weaken the family and destroy society. At some point, Lindsay has argued, you will realize that the real story is that, activists, want to keep this stuff happening so badly that they'll burn everything down for it. In another Newsweek article, Adam B. Coleman, author of Black Victim to Black Victor, points out politicians and the liberal media are gaslighting parents, which is forcing apolitical parents to choose a side. Coleman points out the real story is about disgruntled parents. Nationwide, parents don't like how public school systems are implementing curricula they didn't approve of. They didn't like the forced masking of their children when they felt it was unnecessary. They don't like discussions of sexuality and gender without the parents' prior notification and they don't like the hyperbolic nature with which race is being discussed with their children. In Florida and other states, parents and Republican politicians are pushing back and fighting for parents' rights in education. Vernon Jones, former Georgia state representative, argues that we must protect parents' rights nationwide, not just in Florida. He says when it comes to the dissemination of deeply divisive left-wing gender ideology to elementary school students, I can describe what is happening in one simple word, grooming. They are grooming our nation's children. And you're out of your mind if you think we should let that continue. Jones continues, it's ridiculous that we are at a point in our nation's history where we need laws to protect the right of parents to pass down their values to their children without the education system interfering. But if woke radicals aim to groom our children against our values, then we must fight back. That's exactly why I have promised to introduce comprehensive parental rights legislation, which will include an outright ban on elementary schools nationwide teaching our children about topics related to sexual orientation and gender identity, as well as the bigoted and racist ideals of CRT. Schools exist to teach children skills like math and science. Do families in Washington state need a Georgia politician to be successful in promoting a federal-level comprehensive parental rights legislation? Don't parents have rights in education in Washington state? The simple answer is, Washington parents' rights have been stolen. Keep your children out of public education if you want to protect your students' innocence and pass down your family values and morals without interference from the state. To understand why this is so, you need to understand the word stakeholder and the set of laws that control the Washington State Public Education System, RCW 28A. According to Aaron DeFord of the Washington Parents Alliance, a stakeholder is usually used to describe anyone who has a vested interest in the success of a business. In Washington, our school system is created and defined in RCW 28A. You will find language throughout 28A that defines our legislature as the primary stakeholder in the success of the school system as a whole. Aaron continues, 
Our lawmakers, as a body, define themselves as the entities who have the primary vested interest in the success of the state school system. In the 2022 legislative session, efforts were made by Representative Brad Clipper to introduce a resolution recognizing parents as the primary stakeholders in their children's lives and education. Lawyers blocked this language, as it directly contradicted the language in RCW 28A. In essence, once the student enters the school grounds, they belong to the state school system and not to the parents. It's time to embrace the culture war. For decades, the Marxist progressives have been attacking families and children, rewriting laws bit by bit. We must work to elect representatives across Washington state who will restore education laws and recognize parents' rights. We must become bold enough to speak up for the objective truth and protect our children from sexual grooming and left-wing gender-bending nonsense. To protect our children's innocence and preserve our society, we must call out the lies, racism and hypocrisy that has been inserted into our culture via our school systems. Nancy Churchill is the state committeewoman for the Ferry County Republican Party. She may be reached at dangerous rhetoric at pm.me. The opinions expressed in dangerous rhetoric are her own.